Uh, welcome to the Team Tea Time podcast, a podcast where we examine uh, current events from a global and uh, historical perspective. Uh, I'm back. I've been away for about two weeks. Sorry for the absence, but uh, I'm back. Uh, today's topic, uh, we're going to be covering homophobia among Africans in Africa and in the diaspora. So that we're gonna, it's gonna include uh, Africans here, here in the US, I am, in the Caribbean. Uh, and we're gonna discuss how it affects Africans and black people when we practice homophobia among us. Uh, there are costs to homophobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I decided to uh, discuss this topic this week is because I was scrolling through uh, Twitter the other day. And there was an incident, uh, I think the lady said uh, she's a professor, I think, at Lehigh University. I'm sorry, I don't have her name right with me. And uh, she said she's from Cameroon originally. She's in the U.S., and uh, she was approached by, I think, uh, means a lady who's, uh, I think, uh, uh, from her country too. Who was in a kind of uh, domestic violence situation. Her husband kicked her out. She has no access to bank accounts and all that. Um, generally, I think uh, she was uh, a foreign lady and uh, she didn't know what to do. I think uh, while doing that, I think she, the kid thinks she was kicked out with her kids. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, that's uh, only, uh, she, the only place she could go was at uh, the professor's house. Uh, I'm para- these are not direct things, either, but I'm para- paraphrasing most of the stuff. But uh, doing that, she diff- I think she either she knows or she discovered that the ladies are. Gay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so this lady who's been kicked out brings out that uh, she thinks uh, the uh, the the professor's sexuality is going to affect her kids. Wow! You've been kicked out by your husband. And your kids, and your your husband has kicked you out on your kids. That means uh, there's a likelihood of a history of uh, domestic violence. He probably doesn't just want that one incident. Probably those kids have observed it. And now your main concern is a homophobia of that person who wants to help you. You'd rather risk that. You'd rather not take the help than most likely, the way I'm seeing, the lady is going to be in a shelter with her kids. Now, shelters are good, but they're also not an ideal. If you can get someone home to uh, to uh, to shelter for a little while instead of going to a, a public shelter, always choose a private home if it's safe. 
is most likely to be safe for you and your kids. So, but that lady was racing that. And it comes purely because of homophobia. And I think that lady said in a Twitter thread that it's that, uh, that homophobia is religiously inspired. Mm -hmm. Homophobia among the lady was, of course, black African, even here among uh, African Americans here in the US, among uh, people in the Caribbean who are black, is religiously inspired. And it affects us greatly. It affects us greatly. Because we harm people who look as, like us. Who already are an, at disadvantage, especially if you live in here in the US and you're black, you know that. Uh, you're already at a disadvantage. Simply because of religion. So you ask yourself, when did it start? Because homophobia, it, it's in the Western countries, it's in Asia, among Arabs, all, all over. But uh, that's not the topic today. But it was introduced to black people through religion by way of colonialism. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, if you look at, uh, especially in Africa, it came during the Victorian age, nearly after 1850, in the, in the last 50 years of the 19th century. Mm -hmm. And both, uh, as most uh, Africans historians would say, when the gun and the Bible came, to the continent, the borderophobia. Mm -hmm. And to me, the reason why uh, the whole uh, homophobia spread in Africa is because it went hand in hand with patriarchy. It went hand in hand with patriarchy because. Uh, we cannot deny some of, a lot of our communities are patriarchal. So if you uh, if you tie uh, homosexuality to as a being against uh, being unmanly, as people said, it would uh, be great. It will be easy accepted among people who practice patriarchy, and uh, among Africans it is, among Caribbeans it is, and no tons of examples. Mm -hmm. Tons of examples. Mm -hmm. Yes, so it started during the Victorian age. Uh -huh. uh, so religion and then uh, through slavery. Uh, so, so through slavery, religion, it became codified in law. So there were laws against homosexuality here in the US. Because uh, I don't because of the uh, colonialism, especially the British colonialism, there are laws against male-to-male uh, -male relationships in uh, the Caribbean. There are the same laws in uh, Africa. Mm 
Mm. Same laws in Africa. So it's it's now codified by law. Mm. Of course, uh, mm, take a, most of uh, Switzerland, Africa, colonial, colonialism entered uh, mo most Africa's by, by 19, let me see. I think the last country was Zimbabwe in 1980, but most of them were uh, independent and in, got their independence in the 60s, so almost 50 years ago. But those laws are still on the books, even though uh, the pe the people who brought those laws have taken have taken them off their books in their own countries. In the UK, of course, there's not gay marriage even here in the US. Uh, federal law is gay marriage. Uh, even though, uh, as I speak, uh, they have renewed efforts to uh, attack gays, especially in Florida. Uh, they are so-called anti-trans uh, anti laws are all over. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing is anti-progress, but uh, we don't, uh, we'll talk about that in a later episode. So, yeah, to scope, uh, it's been, uh, the Europeans and the Americans have gotten rid of it. But it, to me, it persists because of the patriarchy in the Caribbean, patriarchy in Africa. It persists. Mm -hmm. So, that's why they're in the books. Mm -hmm. They're in the books. Uh, in my own country, in Kenya, you could be jailed. You could be jailed. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, I was looking at some stats. Between 2010 and 2014, <laughs> there are 60,000 cases being investigated for homosexuality. A waste of time. It's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. I know that there were, nobody actually, I don't think the kind of police is actually investigating those cases, but if you know technically they wrote your name down and they say they're investigating you, it's, it's terrifying for you as an individual if you're one of those 60,000 people that is being investigated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. Terrifying. Mm -hmm. Totally terrifying if you're one of those people who's been uh, investigated. Mm -hmm. And I, how, and it's continuous process, especially among church groups. One of the, of course, uh, I've always said religion as it's practiced in Africa and in the Caribbean now. It's really crazy because it has an evangelical tilt to it. You see, uh, not that uh, the way the religion came was uh, anything uh, to be proud of, but back then there was they gave room to just a little bit of intellectualism, uh, which I think led to a generation of Africans questioning the whole system of colonialism because they were given opportunity to formal education and the red books, the traveled. Uh, this, uh, uh, that system that is going on in Kenya now, the system that is going on in Zimbabwe now, 
wrong. Huh? We are the forcing us to, even though we, it's there was fascism in both uh, world wars, and uh, I don't think there were just wars for Africans to be included, but it didn't make colonialism right. So, and a lot of those people went to those religious schools, but was they were still came out intellectually astute and they questioned the whole colonialism system. Most of most of uh, the African leaders back then went to those religious schools. So back then uh, there was a, a little bit room for intellectualism, uh, and of course I'm biased. I'm still Catholic. Some Catholic uh, schools uh, to this day, uh, you may know, uh, there's still room for uh, intellectualism. But as time goes on, uh, the whole evangelical movement, and to me, uh, religion as it's practiced in uh, America, the old Baptist, the evangelical movement, is anti-intellectual, anti-science especially, anti-science. And that uh, system of, the, of religion has spread in the African diaspora. Because uh, as uh, Europeans retreated from religion, I think uh, this, the, the Americans, mainly from the South, decide, of course, they have more money and more influence. This, they've sent their people all over Africa, all over the Caribbean, all over South America. Mm -hmm. well, and that, uh, as a religion, as is practiced by the evangelicals, is anti-intellectual and anti-science, especially. Mm -hmm. So, uh, out, of, out of those people who practice uh, are part of evangelical churches, in the question science. I think that's the root of uh, a whole anti-vaccine from them. And so they won't see the unfairness of homophobia. Because it's, it's you are right. You are right. You don't question anything. There's no room for self-examination. No. No room for self-examination. That's all uh, you, you, you get uh, homophobia. Hmm? Of course, uh, uh, it is, uh, and I think it's mainly the people who police it more are the women, especially among the church, because it's about uh, being respectable, putting a happy face. Mm -hmm. Putting a happy face, and uh, if they see that uh, you are, uh, you're not sticking to the line, it's so a women who police it. I mean, men give the instructions, but it's mainly the people, mainly policed by women, especially in Africa. Mm -hmm. So what are the effects of it? What are the effects of homophobia among Africans in Africa and in the diaspora. The effects, when we start to, in our year, especially in the US, you get lack of uh, 
access to healthcare by people who are gay or trans. Because one thing, especially if you're black, there, there are no spaces where you can go where you can be this where you think, even though this, the doctor said uh, uh, they'll, uh, they'll uphold your privacy, you, do, you just don't trust them. You just don't trust them. You just don't start help. Uh, so you get a lot of, uh, they don't see the doctors, or people don't see the doctors are unhealthy. Mm -hmm. HIV rates go up, are up. Too much stress. And stress can sometimes lead to uh, you uh, acquiring mental health symptoms. Mm -hmm. Some, uh, uh, sometimes, sometimes uh, the wages of that are uh, suicide. Huh? Sometimes the wages of that are suicide. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of uh, homelessness against uh, teenage black uh, 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 boys and men, boys and girls who are gay. Some of them sometimes they, they get kicked out of the house and they end up uh, sleeping in their friends' couches. Or they just end up in the streets and once, once you're in the streets, it's dangerous there because you're, you're vulnerable to predators and people who have bad intentions. Mm -hmm. And um, the recent uh, thing of the Ed Buck, the Democratic donor in uh, California, he purposely went after homeless black men who were gay. Because he, he knew they were desperate. He knew uh, they were falling out with their families. Hmm. Uh, what should uh, I know? Uh, I'm, uh, I think uh, I think there was a lady. I think I was watching like a YouTube uh, video. That is uh, an advocate for homelessness and uh, in uh, California. He said that's why he went after homeless black people who were gay because he knew they had no supports among the community. Mm -hmm. And it occurs. And I, I can't recall another, this is from a personal story where I was at a funeral from uh, a funeral of a friend of a friend, a uh, friend's relative. And people got to talking how, you know, people just murmuring, saying, this lady probably committed suicide because she was uh, gay. Uh, the lady was Kenyan, just like me. And it, it got to me to it, it got me thinking. We were there for like a funeral fundraiser. Will there be any self-examination as to why the lady? didn't feel that uh, her sexuality would be supported by her parents 
அந்த கொமேடியமா அப்படின்னு That's all. It lead to, homophobia is leading to death among Africans. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, people say, is there uh, homophobia among the white, uh, among, uh, the, uh, the white Caucasian community? Yeah. But if you've noticed, they usually, the centers, where many white people who are gay move to and they feel comfortable. Very few spaces for that for black or gay people. Very few. And uh, I was reading uh, an article where people were saying, uh, how come uh, the whole thing about gay marriage, because it took... Because when, when I came here in 95, the still had don't ask, don't tell in the military. And by 2015, we had gay marriage. That's a, in a, within a generation, 20 years. Uh, someone said, the reason uh, there was rapid acceptance of the gays, and uh, but we're still fighting about racism, is because... Uh, the people who hold the power, mainly white people. So some of those uh, uh, gay whites are uh, like family. I think there was another, there's a, uh, I couldn't get his name, but he was an advocate for gay marriage beginning in 95. Mm-hmm. So he started with the whole, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to respect us. Uh, in the aftermath of the AIDS crisis in the 80s, which was labeled like a gay acquired disease. But 20 years later, especially among the white gays, they can marry. They accepted among their families. Of course, there are a few spots here and there among uh, the hyper-religious one. But by and large, they accepted that but in the black population, African population, we're still far behind, man. Still far behind. Mm-hmm. Still far behind. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I was reading somewhere, it's the same thing in the Caribbean, where there's this individu- individual, he went to like a health center, and uh, the health professionals there were so rude to him when he, they discovered uh, he's gay, so uh, probably uh, he's a man, he has sex with another man. He's like, I'm not going there. I don't feel comfortable among those people. So sometimes, uh, even, even, even among health professionals, we have this, uh, we are homophobic too. So 
and that uh, uh, can affect how you you, you treat uh, patients who are, who are gay. That should be rooted out too. And I think uh, that should be part of training among health professionals, race, gender, homo, uh, homosexuality. The people who are gay should be valued. So if that individual in Jamaica is scared of uh, seeking health treatment, how many people like him are not? Mm -hmm. Of course, homophobia uh, is practiced by the by the media, by the depictions. Especially, I was reading uh, the. Uh, UN Human Rights Committee on, uh, I think, 2012. Yeah, there really is a, uh, no, it's Human Rights Watch in 2012. They released a report of the way, uh, I think, uh, is it the Jamaican cleaner? How they depict uh, gays in their cartoons, which, uh, according to the Human Rights Watch, it contributes to further discrimination uh, uh, of gay people. So yeah, so yeah, so that's what happens. And of course, you can't forget uh, in Africa, where in South Africa, I know uh, in 1994, thank God they they put uh, gay rights in their constitution. But you can't ignore the so-called corrective rape among uh, black women in the South Africa. So uh, I think uh, the problem is uh, the laws in the books, but they didn't come with education among uh, uh, the black people. But it, it, at least they have, uh, they have uh, human uh, gay rights codified in law, and that's good. I think Angola throughout, the, of course, uh, have, uh, through, throughout the anti-gay uh, codes in the, in, the, in the constitution. That's good. I wish Kenya could have done something, but the hold of the religious community is wrong. And uh, a lot of people think uh, religion might be good in some ways, but sometimes they contribute to people getting sicker, people getting more miserable. Uh, I saw it with the AIDS crisis in the 90s in Kenya, where uh, of course, we had an older president who didn't catch up with what was going on, and he had the religion people who feel uh, like uh, that would oh, that would uh, would undermine their popularity, their control among people. Yeah, they're scared of the scientists. That means people start thinking differently. You know? Think differently. Anyway, more opinion. I think here yeah, the whole homophobia among blacks and uh, in uh, yeah, among Africans in uh, in Africa and in the diaspora is wrong. We're killing our own kids. We're killing our own kids, and it's affecting the society through hypermasculinity, where men are forced to act hard, uh, be mean to women. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, yeah, hyper-masculinity, and the people who are gay, they won't stop being gay. But the problem is they're not seeking 
health 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 services because uh, they don't feel supported they don't live full lives i don't if your family your society doesn't doesn't accept you don't i don't think you live a full life you even get to your pockets of fun here and there but you have to be accepted fully you have to feel that you belong you have to feel that you belong anyway that's uh our show for today uh please uh we are on uh instagram we are on uh, twitter <laughs> recently bought by elon musk uh we're on all uh podcast platforms of course we are on uh, youtube too so go on youtube subscribe like and comment and of course uh on uh, on the podcast platforms downloaders reviewers and comment all right thank you i'll see you next time bye bye